The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. From the shyest boy in school to speaking to millions of people around the world, a supernatural transformation in a life that was almost aborted. James and Betty Robinson share what it means to live amazed. My life was so transformed by God to be carried by the Spirit that it has just been the most amazing journey. I want to spend the rest of my life showing you that you can be used by God in ways that go beyond anything you ever imagined. And Betty, my wife, and I, uh, we're just going to spend this moment and this time together. And I'm telling you what, I really am grateful that you, you tuned in. And I believe that if, if you don't move and you listen, I think your whole life's going to be changed. I'm, I'm holding a book that's going to be in the bookstores. You can go ahead and pre-order it. Now, this is the journey of the miraculous life that the product of a forced sexual relationship miraculously allowed to be born when the doctor would not abort that baby, and that baby was me. A 40-year-old practical nurse, hospice nurse in the home, raped by the alcoholic son. And when that mother at 41 gave birth to me, because a doctor would not abort me, he refused to do it. Now, that had to be a miracle. Today, Betty, it's not likely that miracle could occur right. because it's too easy to get an abortion. She put an ad in the paper and asked for someone to come get me. And then five years later, took me away from the home I thought was my home because she, they didn't have legal rights. She never signed the release papers for adoption. And the journey of my life has been so supernatural. But I've tried to say to you over and over, my situation should not be the, the unique and the totally different. The supernatural aspect of what's happened in my life should be the norm. Betty, you agree with that? Mm -hmm. You saw that supernatural aspect as a beautiful little church girl, mm -hmm. and you wanted that. Mm -hmm. And did you walk into a living amazed relationship? Absolutely. And James, I, I, I'm like you. I feel like I live amazed every day of my life. And I, I feel like God, God has done so many wonderful things, given us so many wonderful opportunities to be a vessel of his to express his love and his his devotion to us and that he gave his precious child, his only son, that we might have life and have it eternally. And I think about that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. And then I see what God's done in your life as a young boy that most people would have said never had a chance. Mm -hmm. But God knew different. He knew better. He knew what he had planned for your life mm -hmm. and for my life. And he has carried us on that journey, not always fun, very difficult at times. But when we learn from the experiences of our life together and what God has been able to do, because we said, God, these are your vessels. We want you to take us and let us be a blessing that you created us to be. And I see what God is. It's just a miracle what God did at your life as a teenager, mm -hmm. how he took a 
shy boy that never wanted to be around other people, never wanted to get up and speak. I knew that boy. I dated that boy. I loved that boy. And then I saw the transformation of what God did for you just almost instantly and how he has taken your life and you've been a blessing to so many people, not only me, but many, many others. And the family and the life that he has given us to be able to be used of him, I just, I'm amazed. <laughs> and I watched your life change as a sweet little church girl to a girl that fell in love with a Jesus that was personal to her. And you know, Betty talked about how shy I was. I was so shy I wouldn't give a report in the classroom. Uh, I didn't want to eat in the school cafeteria, go off by myself. And uh, God called me to preach and it was hard to believe I could when I couldn't even get up and talk. And within three days, I was preaching, beginning on a flatbed truck at my construction job. And now then, more than 55 years later, I've never stopped. And it was a miracle that God took and, and did in my life. I remember, Betty, that I was pretty rambunctious in, in our Bible study at Sunday nights, and I didn't pay attention. I thought it was kind of boring. And I actually threw a spit wad. Just, I just kind of piddled it around, and I made a good old juicy spit wad. I think I chewed up the report card that you report your Bible study and all on. And I just, just a typical teenage kid, kind of indifferent. You know, I'd come from a broken home. I'd give my life to Christ, but I'm indifferent. I flipped a spit wad, and I didn't mean for it to hit anybody. I just kind of flipped it. I thought it'd stick on the wall, and it stuck right here under the glasses of the teacher. And she reached up and, and scraped it off. And she had tears in her eyes, and she said, James, when are you going to let God use you for what he's made you to be? And I don't even think that necessarily registered, but I was kind of embarrassed. It was, it was messy. Her husband grabbed my arm as we walked out, and he, he pulled me out the side door on a fire escape, a good place to throw me off. And he said, I ought to break your neck. You know that? And I was, I was kind of scared that he would. And he said, but I'm not because I'm praying for you. And it was a few months later, God called that same boy to preach. And Betty, that lady, that teacher, they found she had a brain tumor. And they had just removed the brain tumor. And right when I was called to preach, it was one of the first times she came to church. And that night when the pastor announced that God had called me to preach and that I would be down at the front if they wanted to come by and tell me they were praying for me. And I watched that man, her husband, that walked me out on the fire escape lead her down the far aisle and lead her up to me. And when she got up to me, she couldn't see. And she reached up and put her hands on my face and she said, James, I just wish I could see you now that you're really right with God. Well, she didn't get to see me, but you got to hear me preach many times. Thousands were saved the first year that I preached. My life was so transformed by God to be carried by the Spirit that it has just been the most amazing journey. And in the book, I talk about the encounters with people you would know, well, it's Ronald Reagan or other leaders or Billy Graham and the encounters or Robert Duvall when he comes to our home to, he said to see Jesus in the lives of a family and a man that he watched preach like no one he'd ever heard preach. Uh, Muhammad Ali to see his life changed in two hours in his home when he was going to be the Muslim, Billy Graham, with his own 747. All those stories are in here. But the most beautiful stories are where a stranger walked up and maybe on a parking lot or in a truck stop and just started loving people and a whole town be shaken. In other words, it was what God did with somebody that 
nobody knew was a preacher, just a stranger. But the power of God was there. And what God did in my life, I'm going to spend the rest of my life showing you that you can be used by God in ways that go beyond anything you ever imagined. And the story in the Word of God that jumps out at me so clearly that I, want to, I would like to get across to is in the fourth chapter of John. And I'm just going to kind of paraphrase and summarize the encounter at the well when Jesus walked up to the well of Samaria. And I want you to just kind of get in that situation and think about what was going on here. Jesus is going in the middle of the day, and this is not the time people normally would come to draw water. And Jesus was not supposed to be there talking to a Samaritan and a woman at the wrong time of day, at the wrong place, and the wrong kind of woman. Because as he began to talk to her, it's amazing how quickly she got sidetracked by a religious discussion. When she's pointing out the unusual factor that they're talking and he begins to talk about the things of the Spirit, and then she begins to discuss the division and confusion when she says, some say you're supposed to worship over here, and some say you're supposed to worship over there, and what's the truth? And Jesus says, the day is coming when people are going to worship me, the Father, God, in the Spirit and truth. In other words, you're going to be the temple of God. You're going to worship Him in Spirit and in truth. Things are going to change. We're going to move from religion to relationship. And then he begins to talk about the person that's talking to her. And if you knew who you were talking to, he would give you water that would quench your thirst. And by the way, you have great thirst. Uh, and begins to talk to her about the men in her lives and the man that she's now with. And she's had five husbands. She's now got another man. She is a very immoral person. And in this conversation, something happens to this woman She's about to begin living amazed because she is totally, totally transformed by the power of truth delivered in love and the power of that love coming into her life. Now think what happened to her. See, this is when you instantaneously begin a new life living amazed. She left this man, went to the city where she had the most rotten reputation of any woman possible. And she said to everybody, she became an immediate witness. She said, come meet a man who told me everything I ever did. And she could have put another sentence, but he's not telling you. I'm covered. I'm forgiven. I'm a new person. I've got a new life. Betty, this was a miraculous transformation that Jesus offers everyone. And that's the step to living amazed. But I want you to watch what happened. The disciples come back. They see where he's been. They knew who he was with. He was with the wrong person in the wrong place at the wrong time. It's time to eat. It's time to get some food, Jesus. Now think about these disciples correcting their master, their teacher. Don't you know it's time to eat? Now, this is what I don't want you to miss. I don't want any of you here to miss it. Jesus said, I have meat to eat. You don't know anything about. I've got a satisfaction, a joy, a peace, a fulfillment that exceeds anything, any feast could ever provide. I've been feasting. 
and follow his words to those disciples. He said, look, look, open your eyes, look. The fields, the people, the fields are white under harvest. They tell me in the agricultural community that when you reference that as the white, it means it's ready now. The fields of humanity are ripe under harvest. But the laborers are few. Betty, when you and I were teenagers, I answered the Lord and I surrendered to go after the harvest. 55 years ago, all over the world, and God has carried me. And I am saying to you right now that if you'll open your eyes, he wants to give you meat to eat and food to eat and an opportunity to feast on his presence and his power that's beyond anything you've ever experienced and send you out, like the title of this book says, Living Amazed, in the power of the Holy Spirit that he sends that's just like himself to live in us, to enable us, to flow the river of his word and his truth, his life and his love freely through us. It's what he wants to do with us, every one of us. Right where you're sitting today, if you would say, God, if you could take a kid like that and like Betty, and they give you the clay of their lives, and you use them not only to have a beautiful family of children and grandchildren that love God, but touch people all over the world, and Betty is shy and quiet as she is to be such a blessing, then he can take us, me, and use me. And he really can. Betty, when I was writing this book, I had an, an editor from Tyndall that worked with me on it because I have such respect for them as publishers. You know, they published the uh, Living Bible, Living Letters, many great books. And Dave Lindstadt asked me when I was talking about beginning to live amazed. He, and he asked it as a scholar, a Bible scholar, an editor, a writer himself, a, a witness himself. He said, James, how would you tell someone to begin living amazed? And he said, well, but how do you get them to start? And I just, I pondered a moment and I answered this, and that's what I'm going to say to you. Because I remember how it started with me. The moment I yielded every area of my life to this amazing and filling power and to do the will of the Father, fully and freely, I began to see through the eyes of Jesus. And what I recommend everyone here do, and everyone watching me do, ask God, and we're going to pray that, let me beginning right now, and from the moment I get up tomorrow, I want to see through your eyes what you see. And when I see what you see, I want to be moved by you to do what you would have me do in that situation. And Betty, it's just like when I went off to college, I would literally sit in the classroom and ask God, how do I talk to that girl? 
how do I talk to him, how do I talk to him? Even while I'm trying to listen to the professor, and he would tell me, when I got up in the early days of being called to preach, to preach a thousand people, and ultimately 10,000, 20,000, I could look out at the people and they felt like I was talking directly to them because God showed me how to relate. And when I would approach someone, and I've watched you do this, when you may be talking to a clerk or you'll see someone in a, in a, in a store and you'll say something to them based on what you see and oftentimes they just melt. And I found that as God would let me see what he saw and I moved, you know, the other day I got up at the table in a big restaurant and walked over to a lady. I just pulled up the chair across from her. She had a lady by her in a wheelchair that had her head back, could barely move. And I walked over and began to love that lady for the way she loved that precious woman that was crippled. And we had a prayer meeting at that table where the spirit of the living God settled. And I was so excited. And you saw what happened. I came back. It was like the glory of God filled that part of the place. And that girl that could not talk with this terrible cerebral palsy, her life was so filled with joy that somebody came over and loved her and loved that person that loved her and her challenges. And I got an email from her in three days that was like getting a letter from God. And I'd already told my staff the next morning when I had a meeting what I saw. I have lived my life looking through his eyes and I live amazed. Father, I'm praying for every person watching right now, every person sitting at home, that something would happen in their heart, in their life right now, where they would say, I'm going to be one of those laborers, and I'm going to go out into the fields looking through the eyes of Jesus. Lord, flow your life, your love, your truth through me freely under your divine direction, in Jesus' name. Would you just say, Lord, I give you right now, I totally give you my life, my eyes, everything I am, and may I, in the power of your Spirit, live amazed. I believe it's gonna happen. I hope you will get a copy of Living Amazed. I hope you'll share it with others, encourage others to get it. And I pray that this moment, you will know from now on, I'm here on this earth by divine assignment. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to do what we do every day on Life Today. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to be the answer to someone's prayer and the hope they've longed for, they never thought they'd see. I want you to watch. I want you to look through the eyes of Jesus and then you do what he says. Announcement. We would like to inform that in order to save and use properly the little water that we have, we would like to ask you to not come with more than three buckets signed the chief responsible of this water. It's a list of rules. Rules meant to preserve this. 
the only source of water for the many families living here. As desperate a challenge as this scarcity is, it's only where their struggles begin. It's absolutely mind-boggling that anyone could survive long after drinking this disease and parasite-infested water. The sad truth is, many here don't. Most of them, young children. Little bodies, unable to defend themselves against such a contaminated source. With your help, we could drill a well right here. Abundant, clean, life-giving water. No more thirst and dehydration. No more sickness. We really do have the answer. Betty, I couldn't help but look at the, the beautiful mothers, those, those very radiant, beautiful, beautiful moms, hearts broken. There's a perfect cure. It's clean water. Betty, I'm thrilled that our viewers will help us. And right now, and I've, I've tried to make it clear, we've got a, according to the missionaries, think about it, the missionaries find these precious people. The love of God sends them. They see a legitimate need, and they feel like those missionaries, they feel like they can tell us. And they feel like we'll tell you. And we feel like they believe. And we believe. It's in our heart that you want to help. And Betty, our, our viewers have proved it. Right now, they're telling us we've got 188 areas that are crisis where they've got to have a well. And you gave us last year two drilling rigs. So now we've got 188 places, but we've got to have the resources, the 4,800 for each one of those places. And it's urgent. And then, Betty, this is the miracle that, that just we never dream. We can actually give families their own filter system in the areas where we can't get a drilling rig. And they can filter enough water to keep all the contamination that's in their sources from getting to their children and their families. And you can give three families that filter system for $100. Now, did you hear what I said? Three families. We've been telling you for years that $48 will give 10 people water the rest of their life when you put it toward the $4,800 well because $144 toward that well will give 30 people water the rest of their life. And the well is gonna give 1,000 people clean water the rest of their life. So there's an area where you can help. Betty, these little old filter systems are miraculous. Awesome, <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is, I'm so excited about this possibility of getting these filter systems to these areas where they can't drill water. But as you saw on this video that we just showed you of a place that 
we can get a drill. We can get we drill can. well there. James, they're rationing the water. But they're, they're rationing the diseased yep. water. It's so so sad. So it's it's we need to do this now. We can't wait. They are desperate. They're they're losing their babies because of the these water that they get, James. But then they're losing them too because they don't have any water. Period. So please help us get to these places where we can drill the wells, and then the places we can't, James, we can get the filter system to them. Just a new avenue opened up that can really bless a lot of it's people. It's an answer to prayer, and you are the great answer to prayer. And uh, I've always said, if you want your prayers answered, be an answer to prayer. Would you right now go online, please? Would you take that bank card, and if you can drill a well, I believe you will, and some of you can. You've been blessed where you can. Or give toward the well, and pray others join you. If you can give that $100 for three of those families to have their own filter system, do it. Go online or dial the number there, take your bank card, make the gift God puts on your heart. We've got some special gifts, as you know, just to say thank you because we love you. We want to be a blessing to you as you're a blessing to others. Thank you for making the gift God put on your heart. Thanks for giving them a chance, giving them life. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease, or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Our teams have recently identified 188 remote villages in Southern Africa where children are suffering from contaminated, disease-ridden water. The situation is desperate. They need clean, disease-free water immediately. With your gift today, you can help drill fresh water wells in remote villages across seven African nations. Your gift of $24 will provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will provide for 10. $72 provides for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you Sheila Walsh's devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, a fresh infusion of joy to help you experience a deeper connection with God. Please consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our rigs cannot reach, and you may request our No Greater Name canvas print. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people, or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and you may request our beautiful new hand-painted Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, somehow I believe that, I believe you look through the eyes of Jesus. And by the way, if you try to call to make a gift and it's busy, you be determined. You be the answer to prayer. But chances are there are people calling to say, pray for me that I'll be living amazed in the power of God's Spirit. I hope you'll pre-order the book online. There you can see the website pop up right there, pre-order it. We're sending you gifts right now to just say thank you. But listen to me, this is magnificent. But if you will do what it represents as a determined eagle, you will soar on the turbulence of our times and the challenges of the day. Fear no evil, for he is with us. Thank you for watching. Thank you all for being with us.
In his new book, Living Amazed, James Robison shares how divine encounters can change your life. Living Amazed, coming soon to online and retail bookstores. You know, rules are good to give some kind of order, but grace and love are what we need to live. Spend Wednesdays in the Word tomorrow. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.